Bill Conlog grew up on a farm in northeastern Pennsylvania, a dairy farm, and he learned many life lessons working the land with his family. He learned many a life lesson, too, in the literature he grew to love and study and came to teach. Dr. Conlog is a professor of English at Marywood University in Scranton, and he's written a number of compelling studies about literature and the land, including Working the Garden, which he brings to a close with a close reading of the poem Farming by Wendell Berry, the writer and farmer from Kentucky who's much loved. Conlog contends Berry's Sabbath segments define farming as a community-building act. The farming poem itself, he tells us, celebrates the human imagination and a knowledge and practice that values human labor and intelligence, stresses cooperation with nature, and promotes responsibility in word and deed, while also supporting a diversity of people, animals, and crops. That from Working the Garden by William Conlog of Marywood. Wendell Berry believes in a local poetry, we're told, such as that written by William Carlos Williams, poetry that is interested in the power of art to place us imaginatively and therefore effectively in our lives and in our whereabouts. There's a little acorn of a poem Berry wrote in the 1960s, a time of great upheaval in the country, and it's just three lines and it's titled February 2nd, 1968. The speaker evokes the dark and dead of winter at a time when the world is in danger with war and many dying. The speaker simply has a sack of seed and sows clover. An image of hope and commitment to the future that we should keep in mind as we learn about the Greenhouse Project in Scranton for over a decade, Jane Rissey has served as executive director of the project. She is a certified master gardener, trained in traditional and passive solar-heated greenhouses and small plot-intensive and urban farming. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit, Jane Rissey didn't shut down the greenhouse project operations because she believed that what the project stands for and what it offers is just what is needed in these trying times. So she just picked up a bag of clover and continued to scatter the seed and look toward spring. The Greenhouse Project is presenting an initiative that is bringing the farm and the arts together, Wednesdays in July and August in Naog Park in Scranton. We had a chance to speak by phone with Jane Rissey and with Kimberly Crafton, Programs Director, about the Greenhouse Project and the Summer Farm Arts Market. Jane Rissy. Since 2013, we've been a nonprofit organization and we've been in the greenhouse, the McNulty Greenhouse in Nayog Park. And we do education around healthy community, gardening, diets, things like that. We are, as I said, a nonprofit and we're there in agreement with the um, Scranton Municipal Recreation Authority and the city of Scranton. When we say it's a greenhouse, we envision that there are plants growing in it. Are there plants growing in and around the greenhouse? Yes, both. So 
We do manage the greenhouse, and during the spring, the winter and the spring, we grow a lot of organic vegetable starts and plants and flowers and annuals, many from seed and all of them organically. And we use that both as education and also to sell and to raise funds as a, you know, a revenue generator for our programs. And behind the greenhouse, we have garden beds, and we also manage two community gardens. Kim, you have a wonderful sense of all of the things that Jane has just talked about and the arts, which I'm sure Jane would and could talk about more, but how are these things coming together this summer? Well, Jane really was with the greenhouse leading the charge once COVID started because the mission of the greenhouse itself has always been around healthy eating healthy lifestyles, active lifestyles, and building sustainable community. You know, the thing that has always impressed me the most about her and the community that has grown around the activities of the Greenhouse Project is truly a community. And through the Greenhouse Project, she had such a heart to be working on not only the physical health of people by connecting through the foods that we eat, but also the mental wellness of people And so she began hosting arts programs online and really led the charge in the region to do that. Before it was really envisioned that that's how people would stay connected, that was where she directed her focus through the greenhouse. And that's where I was able to come in and provide some assistance with that. So we began hosting um, classes, yoga twice a week, a chair yoga and yoga you can do, which is more on the mat And we started hosting creative writing classes and art classes, both drawing classes as well as watercolor. We started cooking classes to help acquaint people with their kitchens again, since we were going to be now in our kitchens cooking three meals a day for ourselves. (laughs) And then we started exercise classes and book clubs. And so there were just so many ways that the greenhouse became a hub for people to stay connected not only to one another during a very lonely and isolated time, but really continuing to be able to focus on their own mental wellness through participation in the arts. And that was really the crux of how this program through the county kind of came about because it was a grant through the Lackawanna County Arts and Culture Department that we thought this might be a way to, in the summertime, hoping that people would be able to get out and be a little more public with one another, that we could, during a time of food scarcity, as we were feeling when we were applying for the grant, that people could be connected more deeply to their food resources, their local food resources, and also ways then to outdoors and safely come together to do creative arts programs in person. So that was the the start of you know, the idea that we had to create the farm arts market. And Jane, it sounds like you were really sensitive right off the bat that this was something that we were going to need to turn to the Internet to bring ourselves together. What about the sense of community and the arts in your own understanding of building ties between and among people? Yeah, great, great question. You know, for me personally, I'm, I'm certainly not a digital person, and I didn't want to be online doing these things. I'm a gardener, and I'm, I'm more into nature, but I just saw such a need for it and a way to be connected. And, you know, frankly, I was quite surprised how easily people could learn you know, watercolor painting through a Zoom class and be connected, and how, how easy people could, you know, create poetry together 
and create a community. And it was, it was just something I thought, we have to do something. And we had funding at the time from the Area Aging Office also to reach out to seniors and others. And so it just seemed to happen naturally. I, just, I tend to like to lead the things that I like to do and find enjoyable, arts, culture, nature. So that's, that's the kind of things I really love to help promote a healthy community. And it did take off. People really did respond then. Were you surprised? <laughs> yes. Actually, frankly, most of them filled up um, because we tried to make sure we created interactive classes where people had you know, attention and, and could talk to each other and the instructor. They filled up. We had, I believe most classes were 16, something like that, 12 to 16. We, we would usually um, set a limit and, you know, they filled up and people really enjoyed them and asked for a second or second class. We were constantly contacted by people saying, can you offer them at night when I'm home from work, things like that. So we were really surprised and um, we were excited to offer something in the parks and in person again. And just, you know, crossing our fingers and hoping with the pandemic that we could get back to being outside together. One of the really fun things, too, was I think we were surprised, and Jane, you can probably agree with me on this, that we were surprised at how close people came to one another during this time. The friendships that were formed through these classes will last long, long, long past the time that, you know, they ended and even the time that the pandemic will be over. These people are connected now because they spent those, those months together. We even have so much as that a relationship was formed. People that met online <laughs> decided that they really quite enjoyed one another, and, you know, they, they are, are now a lovely couple. And so, you know, it's all the, the normal and lovely things that should be happening in a community were happening on this online community, and we were really honored to be a part of it. And there is some of everything you've just mentioned in terms of poetry and visual arts that will be part of the Farm Arts Marketplace experience. So you have it weekly. Is that how it's going to be? Absolutely. So on Wednesday evenings, the Farm Market, which is the the Farm Market part of the Farm Arts Market, is from 4 o'clock until 7 o'clock on Wednesday evenings. And this takes place on the opposite side of Nayog Park from where the physical building of the greenhouse is located. So if you are uh, entering the park, you would enter on the Olive Street entrance by the Schimmel Finnick Pavilion, which is near the pools. So we're down there because also that night are the Wednesday night concerts in the park at 6 o'clock. So the farm market is set up from 4 o'clock until 7 o'clock. And the concerts begin at 6 o'clock. So it's a nice, fun vibe there. And then the arts activities, which are the arts part of the farm arts market, they begin at 5 in the pavilion itself. And there's a great array of people that we have local professionals in different art forms. So we have visual arts, we have culinary arts, literary arts, theater arts, and print arts. So um, we've got a different activity happening each Wednesday at 5 p.m. in the pavilion. And we're working with people like uh, Michael Sorrentino, a local artist who's doing the plain air painting. And he's on the first two. So he he did his first one in uh, the first week of July, and his next one will be on August 4th, that first week of August. 
And we're also, we just had a canning class with Gail Scaramuzzo of Canned Classics. For all the families that are really turning back to gardening and preserving the harvest and teaching with their children how to be a little more self-sufficient food-wise. And then the next two weeks, we have, in partnership with the Fringe Festival, a visiting actor from New York City through the Living Theater. His name is Brad Burgess, and he's going to be doing some experimental theater rituals and exercises. So that should be pretty cool for all you theater buffs out there. The theater arts are alive and well in our region, and we're going to have somebody really special here on the 21st of July and on the 28th. And before I go into the other ones, just a mention that each of these creative arts activities is on a first-come, first-served basis. We don't really, with a live event like that, have a way to take registrations, but because of the interactive nature of it, there are limited seats available. So for the, about the first 20, 25 people or so, it'll be first-come, first-served. We'll have you sign in. And then other people can enjoy by observing, but they won't be able to take physical part in the program. And then back to August, as I said, we start off with Michael with the plain air painting. The next week, August 11th, we have a culinary arts demonstration with Kyle Beaver from 10 Mile Mushrooms. He's going to be showing some really neat mushroom recipes and also talking about how you can grow mushrooms at home, which is pretty cool and delicious. And then... Uh, The next week, on the 18th, we'll be working with Craig Churi. Craig's going to be doing a creative writing walk through the park. So it's like a flash writing walk. You'll be walking to a certain point, writing something, walking to a next point, do another writing exercise, and then everyone will come back together and do what's called a poem fusion, where you're bringing all your voices together to create one large poem. And then we'll close out with Christine Medley from the Crow Designs on Adams Avenue in Scranton. And she's going to be doing a print-making workshop with prints from nature that you can take. She'll be providing all of the paper and the print-making supplies that you can make and take prints home with you that day. So there's a lot of fun things to experience on Wednesday nights in the park. Jane, I can't imagine how wonderful it is to have the sense that you had a vision and you've created this wonderful space and people are coming together and that you really are going to be together looking at each other, not just face-to-face through a screen. Oh, yes, and I've had a lot of help with that. (laughs) Thank you, Kim, for all of your help with this. She's uh, probably more of the arts and culture than I am. Again, I'm more of the nature and the food and the culinary part, but my gosh, this has been so enjoyable, and I'm really excited that people are coming together. We've had, had several people who started with us remotely, you know, online, Zoom, digitally, who have now come to come to several of our events in person. So it's been it's been really cool. They they follow us and they come to each thing. We've had we even had some kayaking classes coming up where, you know, they've even migrated to that now. So it is it is forming a community and getting people out, doing healthy activities again. And you know, I just really love uh, what we have here in this region in northeastern Pennsylvania, our parks are beautiful. Nayog Park is really a, a gem, and to be up there and to have classes is very special. 
it just occurs to me, is there something, and Jane, you may be the mushroom point person on the call, although, Kim, you may know, (laughs) but isn't it something the way that mushrooms connect? You do maybe see just one mushroom, but everybody's connected underderground, isn't it? That's it. That's it. Yes. Oh, that's exactly it. What a great analogy. It is that the fungi, I mean, they're connected all the way down and and they just kind of pop up here and there, but it's all connected. And that was always my vision of the Greenhouse Project is to demonstrate the interconnectedness of all of us with nature. Um, That's actually, you know, always been my goal. So mushrooms are a perfect example. I love the the range of expressions of human creativity, too, because, you know, some people are creative and expressive through nature and through their interaction with it, others through the culinary arts, others through writing, others through movement, and others through paint. And, and it just, it's always an astonishment to see who comes out for which one and who flourishes with which art. And um, just when you see that connection, as Jane said, sometimes it's in a kayak. Sometimes it's in a gardening class, which we have done gardening classes online also, if you can believe that, this winter. And sometimes it's through writing or through a piece of of watercolor, as we found at the last, uh, when Michael was doing his plein air art. It's astonishing to see when it just catches somebody and their spirit sparks, and suddenly you know you've made a difference in their life. It's a great point, Jane, about the beauty of the park and the special nature of the park. If people hadn't had a chance except maybe they pull up and go into the museum, which is a great thing to do, but the park itself, there are water features and even a treehouse. Yeah, the park is beautiful, and and with, yeah, there's uh, bridges and water features, waterfalls. There's the music down in the lower section of the park on Wednesday nights, so all kinds of things. And and one of our partners, too, Fuller's Overlook Farms, will have their um, uh, vegetables and produce and meats all locally grown. So it's really something for everyone. And I think you're right. Kim and I really work well together. And if one of us thinks about it, the other one can do it. And it just seems to fall into place. Where do we find out more information then? Absolutely. So the best thing to find information would be go to, on the website, scrantongreenhouse.org. All one word, scrantongreenhouse.org. And you will see the entire schedule of activities for the farm markets, which again, are every single Wednesday through July and August, beginning at 4 p.m. and ending at 7, because there are often farm markets that many people would like to go to that are perhaps during their working hours. So we wanted to offer one in the early evening as people are coming off of work. So all of our vendors are listed there. And as Jane mentioned, our key partner in the farm market part of this is Fuller's Overlook Farm. And we've been so grateful to have them not only use the greenhouse project as their CSA pickup point. So it's been a nice partnership for a long time. But in addition, we've got, you know, well over probably 18 or more vendors that you will also find links to there. One of our really points of excitement is that Kayla's lemonade stand, and that's Lemon AID stand, is set up with us most every week. Kayla's been raising money for Alex's lemonade stand to help fight childhood cancer for over 10 years, and uh, she's with us there helping to raise funds. And then we have many other local food producers, local artists 
who are there to really make a festive and wonderful atmosphere for you. So links to each one of those can be found there. And also the schedule for each one of the Wednesday 5 o'clock p.m. creative arts activities is all listed there as well. Again, that's scrantongreenhouse.org. There's also a, a schedule for the Wednesday night concerts that start at 6. So there's really something for everyone. And um, think of it as Wednesday nights in July and August. That's between 4 and 7, you'll find something to do. We also want to just say what a, what a good thing it is in our region when people come together to create good for the residents of the area. So this was a really nice partnership, as we said, with gratitude to the Lackawanna County Department of Arts and Culture for helping, you know, helping us be able to do this. But it's also with the city of Scranton and with the Scranton Recreational Municipal Authority who helps manage the park and with Fuller's Overlook Farm. And so there's just a lot of really good community-minded people coming together, and it's wonderful to see what can be done when we all, when we all play together. We heard from Jane Rissey, Executive Director of the Greenhouse Project, and just then Kimberly Craft and Programs Director, speaking about the Farm Arts Market each Wednesday in July and August at Naog Park in Scranton from 4 to 7 p.m. The art activities get underway at 5, and tomorrow it's Brad Burgess, associated with the Living Theater and connected in our area with the Scranton Fringe Festival, Burgess will have exercises and will be developing rituals. And if you know about the Living Theater and Judith Molina, you'll know about that heritage. The arts programs are free, but to actively participate, it is first come, first serve. So as Kimberly told us, you're certainly welcome to arrive, but if you get there early, you can actually engage with, for example, tomorrow evening, Brad Burgess and otherwise you just can observe. You're welcome to observe, and they are free. You also know that we have some music here that you may recognize if you are someone from the region who loves contemporary music, and even if you listen to George Graham here on WVIA. Young Burgo will be featured tomorrow in the park at 6 in the evening. It's the concerts in the park that happen every Wednesday evening at 6. And the following week, it will be the Bobby Baird Dixieland Band. And we love Bobby Baird and his Dixieland Band. Bobby Baird is just a remarkable performer, trumpeter, award winner, and veteran of stages near and far. For more information on the Farm Arts Market at Naog Park, July and August, each Wednesday from 4 to 7, and for more information, scrantongreenhouse.org, scrantongreenhouse.org, taking place in Naog Park in Scranton, the Greenhouse Project. Cigarettes.